and welcome to the ET691 Internship Podcast with your host, Irene Bao. Welcome back to the ET691 Internship Podcast. Measurable objectives are something that most interns need to update and resubmit in their internship proposals. Many of the written objectives and goals are not measurable or the verbs used are not measurable. This episode will guide you through writing measurable objectives and why objectives should be written measurably. Today I'm with Dr. Kelly Keene, the Program Director for the Loyola EdTech Program, talking about writing measurable objectives. Welcome, Dr. Keene. Thanks for having me. This is so great. Thanks for coming. Um, So before we dive into some of the questions on writing measurable objectives, I want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Sure. So I have been in education for almost 20 years now. I started in an elementary classroom uh, my first year teaching third grade, but along the way over the next six years, I also picked up fifth grade and taught um, GT students at different levels. And then moved into higher education, um, actually at Towson University, which um, is very familiar to many people, many of our students. Um, And I taught there for about 10 years in their educational technology and literacy program before coming to Loyola. Um, And at Loyola, I teach obviously in the educational technology program. I teach a lot of the courses about what it means to be learner-centered, universal design for learning, and online teaching, which is something that obviously I'm very interested in. And I also work with a lot of the faculty at Loyola, particularly in the summer with a workshop that I run in which we work with individual faculty members to kind of transfer their face-to-face courses to the online environment. So I do a lot of work with faculty in the sense of helping them sort of write objectives, plan content, and really make it all accessible online and really engaging for their students online. So I really focus a lot on kind of online teaching and and good online teaching, I guess, is kind of a passion of mine. Awesome. Well, um, we're going to get into some questions about writing measurable objectives. And you sound like the person we need to be talking to for this. Um, And so the first question is, what is a measurable objective? Objectives are really just detailed descriptions of what the learners will be able to do by the end of a learning activity. They needed to be related to the outcomes rather than the process of achieving the outcomes. And the objectives always have to be about the learners or the students, not the teachers. So most importantly, they need to be specific and measurable rather than really broad and intangible. So to consider whether or not an objective is measurable, there's a couple questions you can ask yourself. You can ask yourself, what could I do to see if the learner has accomplished or met this? Would it give the same conclusion if measured by several people? And can it be measured without additional information? So thinking through these questions can help you write in a way that's very measurable. You need to be writing objectives in a way that they're measurable by some sort of assessment. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. Awesome. So um, you had some great uh, points there about, um, you know, what is the measurable objectives and questions you can ask yourself. Um, But one of the big takeaways I heard was that it's about the learners and what they should be able to do and not about what you as the educator or instructor will be doing. Is that correct? Absolutely. And it's not ever really about the process either. It's not about, this isn't about the activities. Um, It's really about what in particular 
you know, the intended outcomes are and sort of how you're going to think in your mind how to assess them in the end. So really just what the learners are going to be able to do at the very end. Awesome. And so that leads nicely into our next question, which is why should we write objectives measurably? So the easiest way to think about that is because we have to be able to measure them and, and measuring is an action. So it's important to stay away from generic verbs like understand or know when you're writing objectives. These aren't measurable. You can't create an assessment tool that really measures what students know, but you can create an assessment tool that can measure whether a student can explain something or define something or outline something. So you want to develop objectives that are measurable so you can accurately determine whether or not they have been met. And you want to really just rely on objectives that contain action verbs um, from Bloom's taxonomy that are really just relevant to the domain of the activity. Perfect. I was going to ask, um, I see a lot of objectives that use the words understand um, from various levels, from state level to school level to district level to individual educators. And um, so where, so this educator should go to Bloom's taxonomy and look at um, the types of verbs that are used within Bloom's to find measurable terms. Absolutely. And that's one of the tips I was going to talk about a little bit later. You know, it's almost like here's this whole cheat sheet of all of these really great action verbs. They're organized for you from kind of low to high and you can select from these. So, you know, it's easy to say you want someone to understand something, but what does that really mean and how are you going to assess it? And that's what I think you need to think about when you're crafting measurable objectives. How are you going to accurately assess what you're saying you're going to do? Awesome. Um, and so uh, moving from the why, well, do you have any examples of measurable versus unmeasurable objectives? You said a few. Uh, do you have any other examples? You know, I was thinking about this and I, I didn't want to pull specific examples from my interns because I also do work with the 691 interns. Um, and so I, I'm going to speak about it a little bit more broadly. You know, I, I think it comes down to the choice of word that you're selecting for your action verb. So like I was saying, when you have an unmeasurable objective, that starts with something like understand, learn, become familiar with, and so on. Those are too generic to create assessments for. And so measurable objectives will start with action verbs like identify, create, differentiate, organize, compare, contrast. Uh, things like constructing or investigating. So again, I think, you know, you just want to be looking at Bloom's taxonomy is really what I, what I direct my interns to go to. I think it's probably the best place to just pull from um, and really focus in on what are some of those action verbs that I can pull out that I'll be able to then craft an assessment that can measure this. So, and you brought up a great point because um, earlier you said you were going to bring into bring in assessments, and then you were talking about the choice of word with the assessment. Um, do you suggest starting with the objective and choosing the correct verbs, or starting with the assessment um, and then determining what verbs should be used based on the assessment? So that's a great question. I personally subscribe to writing the outcomes and the objectives first. I think once you have made it clear to yourself what you want the learners to get out of it, then you can think of, okay, well, what are some ways that I can assess this, maybe traditionally or non-traditional in terms of assessments. And I also think about formal and informal assessments as well. 
Um, you know, it doesn't just have to be one very standard assessment. You can certainly have multiple assessments that are going to measure um, one particular objective. And then after that, I think is when you get into designing the actual learning activity. So for me, the process is, and this is really just that understanding by design Wiggins and McTee process um, for instructional design starts with identifying the outcomes then designing the assessments and then creating the learning activities and you have to have alignment among all three of those but what's most important i think as for the instructor to consider is in the end you know what do you want your learners to really get out of this and that needs to become your objective and and i think then you know fine tune it with some help from bloom's taxonomy <laughs> um, and you know just kind of relying on okay here are some great action verbs that i want to make sure i want to include in my objectives Excellent. And one thing, one strategy I do um, is to write what I want, even if I use the word understand or be able to know, and then start looking at the action words. So just kind of getting out there first. What do I want them to be able to do? Now let's see how I can make this better measurable. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think it's fine to, in your mind, initially start it with understand. And then once you really have thought through what could they be doing that you could measure, you know, how could you assess it? then you know maybe understand gets replaced with identify or maybe understand gets replaced with compare and contrast and you know that's just an easy way i think right off the bat to to jot it down with understand or you know whatever maybe less measurable verb but then think through it look at the taxonomy and, and replace some of those non-measurable objective verbs with something that definitely can be assessed yeah and i think the same goes with um, starting pretty low level. So if you're writing it and it's there, they'll be able to identify your students might be able to get a little higher up, you know, be able to do it at a higher level than just identify or recall something. But, um, but starting with just like, well, they need to be able to recall this and then figure out how they, they can get higher up and it still be measurable beyond Absolutely. just to understand. And that was actually my, the, the piece of advice or the suggestion that I have is to break down those larger or higher order objectives into smaller objectives. So your overall internship objective should be at the highest levels of the taxonomy. But along the way, you're gonna need to identify sort of what I might consider the sub-objectives or the building blocks that are gonna take you up to those higher levels. So by breaking down the objectives, it helps you organize and group the information, and then it facilitates really smooth content development. So, you know, if my objective overall is to compare and contrast constructivism and behaviorism in terms of educational theories, that is my overall higher level objective. Underneath that, I'm gonna say, okay, maybe these smaller objectives are, well, to be able to do that, my students are gonna to have to be able to define constructivism and behaviorism. They're gonna to have to be able to identify key theories of constructivist theorists and behaviorist theorists, and they're gonna to have to be able to describe both of those approaches to education. So it's almost like you can think about having one really big, large scale objective that's higher order, and underneath it then you've got, you know, just these much smaller pieces that almost function as building blocks to take you to that higher one. 
Excellent. And do you have any other suggestions for our interns in writing measurable objectives? Uh, you know, my other one, I think I already said, it's just to, to view Bloom's revised taxonomy. You can Google it if you need to, you know, and look at all the measurable action verbs that are already identified for you. It's probably something you learned at the undergraduate level, but it's worth another look just to have it right in front of you. I have a copy of one actually in my home office as well as you know my office at Loyola that I often do find myself just kind of referring to it. I think it's easy, it's all there for you. And you know, I would say, pull it up, revisit it. <laughs> awesome, well, thank you so much for joining me today um, to chat about writing measurable objectives. It was great information. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining me today. On the next episode, I'll be chatting with Dr. Amy McGann about models of change. Have a great week of teaching and learning and thanks for listening. Thank you.